Yep. Like it don't make sense to me. Um, no. What's going on, man? Anything in any new news? Shoot, nothing, nothing much, man. Had a babysitter issue, so it's take your son to work day over here. He's sitting in studio. He's only one and a half, though, so he, he doesn't know what's going on. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, that's that's what's up. I got to uh, – don't 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 take too much of your time today, man. You got to handle that shit. No, I, 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 trust me. Pat's, Pat's son's not even a year yet. Oh, man, it was comical, man. I, I'll share some shit off the record later, but shit, it was comical, <laughs> man. It was it was comical. Uh he gave me a 55-gallon drum smoker, man, that one of his other one. It was unbelievable. That's that, that He hit me to the smoker drums, so I had yeah. to get it. It was unbelievable, man. I'm going to be smoking on that shit every damn day. Um, That's awesome. So, I've never used one of those, but I've heard about them. Man, it, it's unbelievable, man. So let's get into some football uh, so we can get you, get you with the baby. What's up with this whole Tyreek and Devontae Adams talking about how good their quarterbacks are? We see this every year. We see this our whole lives. We've seen it. That's just like you. If you played receiver, you have to go play for a, a quarterback you've never played for. You're going to speak highly of them. That's just the nature right. of the beast. You can't go out there and say, well, this guy's shitty compared to fucking Patrick Mahomes. Uh, <laughs> right. But what, like, where do you put... Tua and this accuracy shit that 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 keeps coming out, I haven't seen it. I didn't even see it in no, college. No, well, I mean that, that's the thing, right? Like it, it it all sounds good that you know in their private workouts or their when they go to practice, like he's he's dotting up routes. It's like you got to show me that when bullets are flying, when a, he's got a pass rush, like they have no idea what that quarterback, what Tua is like, other than game film. That's the only evaluation we have, right? It's just it, it's. It just doesn't, it doesn't, they need, they need to just shut up. But like you said, Robbie Anderson kind of got into it too, right? Talking, tweeting about yeah. Baker Mayfield yeah. before he got traded there. Then when he got traded there, it was like, oh God, now that's my quarterback. And he's like, no, I think he's good. It's like, no, my, you already said he stinks. Like you already were like, no, I don't want him. That's so going to be an interesting QB wideout room, isn't it? Yeah. What? So, and if you ever have to go get the boy, I'll just go, uh, is no, Carr is Carr a Hall of Famer? Is who? Carr. A Hall of Famer? Well, Devontae Adams says so. So come on, man. <laughs> I, it's a comical. Hey, it's comical it, to man. even that, bring you, it up. Hey, you love that quarterback up, so he gives you all kinds of targets. I get it. I know the psychology, but no, he's not a Hall of Famer. <laughs> like, he's not even a he's not even a top ten and he's not even top twenty five in the current NFL. No. No. No, I mean that's that's just asinine to say he's to even use those words in the same sentence. I, I don't understand, man. It's just it's unbelievable. Um, Kirby Smart signs for an unbelievable deal. <laughs> the, the 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 deal. Do you agree with the deal, or is it just the marketplace? Because every year is going to be it, continue to do this. It, Next year will be honestly, somebody new. Most of it is is for recruiting, right? Because you tell these recruits, like, look, we have the best head coach. He's the highest paid head coach. And it's like these coaches are cashing in on marketing ploys, like you said. So who's going to be – let me ask you this, though. If he signed for $112 million this year, who's going to sign yeah. next year? Like, if to me, if Saban well, wins this thing, year, right? Saban's going to re-up him. It's a never-ending cycle right now. Like, they, Ryan Day's going to be up for a, an extension, and he's going to be the highest paid coach. And these – Luke. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I'm saying, and, and 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 I'm gonna keep talking while Zach deals with his baby. You know, 
The marketplace has been set some time ago, and every single year you're going to get a new person. Now, it could be Freeman next year at Notre Dame. It's going to be somebody else. Every single year it's going to go up, and if Saban wins this year, they're going to make Saban the highest paid again because he's yeah, – right? I mean no – um, There's no doubt. It's 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 how the industry works, right? It's all you, you for recruiting and to to make sure. I mean, look at what happened. Brian Kelly left Notre Dame for LSU, right? Lincoln and Riley left Oklahoma for USC. That was all money, a money deal. And I I would imagine that if Notre Dame, you know, knew that that was going to happen, they might have re-upped his salary the year before. But but it's it's an arms race right now, and a lot of it's for recruiting. But also now these coaches, there's no loyalty. It's not they, they don't care about their legacy and you know being at Oklahoma for 30 years and having a statue they they want they want 100 million dollars like they're gone let, let me ask you this though when is it going to end because I don't see how it's going to continue to sustain when the assistants now and you're and you got 10 now you got 10 paid like yeah. so the OCs and DCs are starting to get crazy money I get that you're going to get the Sarks that's getting a million and a half you're going to get some certain guys like that but they won't be there very long so I think they're accounting for those OCs and DCs for a year or two because they know they'll go right back and be a head coach so but how about what about the other seven excluding the head coach and the OC and the DC there's seven other full-time coaches to me they're they're chasing the the greener pasture just like the kids are in the portal because they're seeing these big paydays and they're like okay I want to go be the next highest paid guy or assistant DB guy or or recruiter at some other college and it's just making college football so it's just imploding in front of our face in my opinion with the portal with the kids the coaches doing what they're doing they're shopping jobs while they're working on their current job and the money just if it's there then they need to come up with like you said have a commissioner that's going to make sure it's equitable for all parties involved and i just don't see how it's happening and the big fish are going to eat little fish that's what it is that's what it is and the thing about these coordinators now that they're like jim Knowles just got hired at ohio state he's getting two million a year what used to happen you know 15 years ago is coordinators if they were successful they'd go take a job at akron and do well at akron then they jump to indiana then they jump to wherever and that shit ain't happening anymore because that guy's going to go from making two million to 400 grand. He's not going to Akron anymore. So that guy's, and that's what happened to Brent Venables, right? How long was Brent, Brent Venables was on every coaching search, every list for every job, but he never took any of them because he was making over a million dollars, one of the first coordinators to do it. And it took Oklahoma to get him to commit to becoming a head coach. That's the, the kind of job that they're getting if you're a top name coordinator so that's why they're, they're paying them two million so they don't leave for some shitty job i mean look how fast the coaching waiting tab got oh, put yeah. just got cut oh, yeah. out you know you know oh. james franklin uh he, he was a coach waiting in maryland one of the first ones and then and then they they made manny diaz the coach waiting at texas when mac brown was gonna leave and then they and then that shit just died nobody even talks about that no more because the money's so big there ain't no coaching waiting nowhere no <coughs> and, and it, uh, it, how how often did it ever even work out? Right. You look at Will, Will Muschamp was one, and all of a sudden Florida knocked, and it was like, "Yeah, fuck the coaching waiting. I'm out of here." Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? No, no shit. Um, so look, I want to talk to you real fast about my top five schools, contrary to belief of the general population or the kids or whatever. I got a top five list where I believe you can win at, contrary to belief of everyone else that says you probably cannot win at. And 
I'm interested to hear your this is college your this is college football we're talking so I'm I'm curious on your take on this because you always have great teams that I wouldn't think of or schools in this instance um my top five schools I just got to bring this up real quick um before I get your top five ice creams um my top five schools I'm gonna put on the ticker below and this is not in any specific order but Obviously, four of the five schools are West Coast schools because, as you know, recruiting out here or, or even being out here for just playing games, the weather alone, the, the, the females that these boys all want to be around, the, right now in today's world with the NIL being Hollywood and everything else the West Coast brings, how are these four schools right here not winning on a daily basis other than buy-in from, you know, basically attendance from the fan bases or the administration in these schools, which I know from high school football in California and the West Coast, the buy-in is is horrible compared to how it is in the Midwest, Texas, even Oklahoma, Ohio, uh, any of those states that love football, high school football, the Carolinas, Georgia. uh, You know, California and Florida are very similar with the buy-in administratively, Coaching, yeah. teaching, um, yeah. fan base is very minute. When you go to Tulsa, Oklahoma, there's 40,000 at a Broken Arrow Union game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, but UCLA won there. Terry Donahue dominated at UCLA, and they had more guys in the NFL than any other school in the country for about 10 years there. And yeah. why can't they do that again? Now, I understand things have Times have changed, but UCLA has been bad for quite a while. It's not like they just got bad. Um, right. I mean, it's it, through a number of head coaches, right? Oh, a number. And, and, and SC <laughs> would be right there with me, too. I would put SC there, too. But, but like, I'm not going to – they've been a little more relevant than UCLA So uh, since the, the Pete Carroll departure. But so I got to put UCLA on there just because of location, um, L.A., you're ten minutes from the beach. Your 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 Beverly Hills is five minutes. Your 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 you've got facilities now. They created a brand new facility. Um, I got UCLA in there. UNLV. John Robinson actually won a bowl game. Beat an SEC team. Had a, some NFL guys. You just haven't seen it anymore. Um, there's got to be a way, in my opinion, if a guy like myself or you went to a UNLV in Vegas and can sell the things Vegas has now with an NFL team. There's no fucking way you can't tell you can tell me that UNLV shouldn't be at least a contender in the top 25 every single year, and San Diego State follows that because and and Rocky Long had them doing pretty well. Um, they've had discussions of going into the Power Five conferences and getting a, getting a, a bid in some of those. Um, it's very expensive in San Diego. Coaches don't want to coach there. You can't get a good. Zach Smith to leave Ohio State to come to San Diego State because of the pay and what you're paying out in rent or mortgage. So I, I understand yeah. a lot of that. People don't really know anything about that. University of Washington. I, I, I used to go up there all the time with Sark and, and just hang out. I mean, fuck, you know, there's no other place in America where you get in your boat in Bellevue, Washington, and fucking drive the length of Lake Washington and pull up to your office without getting in a yeah. car. It's unfucking believable, and the facilities they put in um, with the color scheme, as you know, colors matter to these kids. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't see how Washington is this bad. And then Kansas, 
The reason I put a Midwest team in there, because if you're Cincinnati and can win, I don't see how a Power 5 team like Kansas, especially with Oklahoma and Texas leaving, how you're not going to be able to steal some kids and get them to Lawrence, a great college town, by the way. You're 30 minutes from an airport. Uh, you, 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 Mangino had success there when they were when, when Oklahoma and Oklahoma State and, and schools like that were Nebraska were actually good, and right. they won in that one. I don't know how you can't win in this one. Um, I think you have an upside at Kansas, and they have a six hundred million dollar facility being built as we speak, which is going to rival any other school in the country. How can you not sell that and say, listen, we're an up and coming school. We got some shit that a lot of ones, a lot of cats can't come be the guy here instead of the other guy. Um, I would just sell that a lot of those type of things. But those are my five, man. Just because of location, geographically, uh, number yeah. one. And number two, um, you know, I, I put the things that me and you would discuss as far as recruiting and what's, what's attracting these kids. Um, other than Kansas, obviously, being in the middle of the fuck nowhere, uh, the, co- the college town is still good. I, I, I just thought of a Midwest team, and I'm like, well, fuck, Cincinnati, Ohio, fucking over the Rhine. I mean, right where fucking Cincinnati is, you're, it's, no, it's not worse than Lawrence, Kansas. So, no. you know, um, I don't know. That's just my deal. What, I know you have great thoughts on this type of shit in, in schools. Well, I mean, I think the issue, the main issue with your first three schools is, is just L.A., Vegas, San Diego. There's not there's not a lot of college support there. You know yeah, what I mean? There's yeah. a bunch of shit going on in LA. I mean, and to your point though, USC did it. And UCLA was good at one point. But I think the reality is on all five of those fucking teams, and Washington's had more success than the other four, but they just don't make good hires. They need to reevaluate how they hire coaches. I mean, Kansas hired fucking Turner Gill and and, and David Beatty. Like they, they aren't hiring dynamic coaches that will have at least have a shot at being a great head coach. And they're paying them. So why pay them if you're yeah. not going to go get a real guy? But it, it comes down to the hiring process. So it's all these side deals with agents and search firms, and they're getting guys head coaching jobs that have no business running a program. I mean, you at UCLA, I know they have Chip Kelly right now, and that's turning out to pro- kind of be a flop. But they hired Carl Durrell. They hired – I mean, they, they hired a bunch of coaches. You're like, really? That's what you went with? And and I think that's the biggest issue. And and I think the one school that you didn't have on that list that I think is a sleeping giant is Georgia Tech. I mean, you are in the middle of Atlanta. Unbelievable financial support. I mean, one of the richest alumni bases in the country. It, the state of Georgia has ridiculous football. I mean, it, there's no they're reason. They're private, right? Wise, are they, they ran private? The triple option. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think they're private. So, yep. yeah, good and, point. And it's just... They just derailed themselves by hire, by running the triple option with Paul Johnson to where that program set back 20 years. And so it's going to take forever to bring it back or even have a shot. But I just think the, the locale, everything about it, like recruiting, easiest city in the world to fly into the school. It, it, it should be a home run. And the other one that I'm shocked has never really been good is South Florida. I mean, they're, in Tampa, it's gorgeous. Everything you want. Right, anything you could want for a school. The campus is outstanding. Palm trees everywhere. You're on the coast. You get a breeze. You're in the state of Florida. It's beautiful. Chicks are out, just out of this world. But South Florida just can't seem to to put it together. And I don't know if Jeff Scott is a head coach. I didn't. I wouldn't have said he was going to be a great head coach when he took the job, just knowing him. But I, for some reason, they just can't get over the hump. 
Yeah, you know, Georgia Tech. I don't Tech- know a ton about Washington. It's interesting you say that because I started doing some research when they were talking about they might join the Big Ten, and it sounds like a home run. I mean, just the TV money, the support, the fan base is massive. It, it, it doesn't make sense why they're not, I, I guess, up a tier, right? I don't, I'm, I don't necessarily know that they'll be Alabama, but why they, why they aren't more consistently competitive? I don't know. Like you got Oregon, it is what it is. Oregon is still yet to win a Natty. Um, right. You know, they've had great program wins. They went to the fucking final, basically, with, uh, against Auburn. They've had these games, but they haven't got over the hump with all that shit dumped in there, that money and those facilities and those uniforms. They have yet to win a meaningful BCS game other than playing Auburn in the finals, which they lost. So yeah. um, the reason I didn't put any Florida teams in there, everyone in the chat's asking, because... Miami, Florida, Florida State are expected to be great, in right. my opinion. Right. They've been there before. They should be there always. They should never have left the limelight. How they disappeared is unbeknownst to me. I don't understand it's it. Fucking Willie Taggart. That's how Willie <laughs> No, Taggart. no shit. How about they pay him $20 million to leave? I mean, but and he won nowhere. He didn't win at South Florida. He didn't win in Oregon. And then they brought him to Florida State. And it was an, I mean, he imploded the whole program. Like but Florida State, I, we used to say it all the time when I was in Gainesville at Florida. Florida State, there's no reason why they aren't just dominant, like an Alabama type of program. I mean, the academics suck. So no one's failing out. There's FAMU right, right across the street. So there is beautiful black women everywhere. So these, these recruits, it's like, why, where else would you want to go? Like, it, it just doesn't make any and sense. And Tallahassee has white girls everywhere, too. So you got the best oh, yeah. of both oh, worlds. Yeah. Oh, Florida State. The the college has white, I mean, just yeah. badass girls. It's unbelievable. Like, because <laughs> you only have to have a pulse to get in. So there's a bunch of airheaded ass, fake titted, like college girls that, I mean, smoke shows. It's like USC. SC, same shit. Yeah. Low academic right. standard. UCLA is high academic standard, but I, I don't understand, man, how USC is not most dominant school again. Uh, than everyone else. But, you know, it is what it is. I don't know. Um, so, look, real quick, I know, I don't want to keep you because you got your baby, and I know how that shit is. Um, it's like having these four fucking dogs right here. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this, though. Your most overpaid NCAA college football coaches, and here's my list. I'll throw it on the ticker. Kirby Smart just got a big deal, as we all know. Um... I just think it's flavor of the month. It's what have you done for me lately? That's how they make this market go. This is how the market is created. And other than last year, obviously, he's really done nothing. He's had recruiting class after recruiting class, NFL talent after NFL talent, and still couldn't get over the hump. Last year, they were similar to the LSU team of 19, which is just so loaded. They had to win it almost. Um, I'm curious to see him fall and how they how they can justify this big balloon payment they just gave them. Um, so I'm putting him as a number one overrated, overpaid coach right now. Jim Harbaugh, I, I, I'm sure you would probably put it one. I'm going to put it right there at two. What has he done? Like, I don't care about him going to the BCS game last year. What has he fucking done? He did better at UC San Diego, a D1 AA, before he went to Stanford. Um He's really done nothing. His claim to fame is NFL and going to a Super Bowl, which I think he's a much better NFL coach than he is college. Um, he doesn't want to recruit. It's known. We know it. He's not a very good human. He's not personable. People don't like him. Um, 
So Lincoln Riley, again, what has he done? He has the name. He has this supposedly all these things going for him, but I haven't seen him do shit that matters. Um, he gets waxed in every BCS playoff game. He hasn't done anything, and they pay him this fucking crazy amount of money. Um, it's bl- And they give him houses out here in L.A. with this market. I mean, shit he's got is probably worth, you know, he's close to saving as far as all the other things. Brian Kelly, to me, is a joke. I mean, for him to still be getting nine and a half mil, I, I, I don't understand it. Um, if they're still paying him off his natty from fucking 20 years ago, then goddamn, there's a lot of other coaches that should be paid. And David Shaw, what has he done? Um, nothing. And he continues to pay $9 million at a private school that you cannot get any talent in other than McCaffrey because of who his dad was. Other than that, who the fuck? Andrew Luck was a great pickup, but again... You kind of notice the trend that these are like white guys. <laughs> Have you seen right. Sanford get some fucking NFL brothers in there lately? Some dudes. I haven't seen it, but I'm curious on your on your on your uh, take on who's the overpaid guys. Um, James Franklin is another one. I mean, he he did he did turn Vandy a uh, team in the SEC with shitty facilities and shitty uh, you know resources, but then he gets a bigger job again. And has yet to do anything with that. He's in the mix there. Um, you know, I don't know. There's some guys. Mario Cristobal, you know, he's, he's he beat Ohio State in the regular season. You know, you could talk about some guys like him. But in Jimbo Fisher, to me, he's up there in the in the discussion. But he won a natty. So right. I had to take him out of there. See, people don't realize if you win a natty, you've done something. Even though Brian Kelly's in this list because he hasn't won a natty in a long time. And what he's done, the debacle, um, is crazy. So... I don't know what's your what's your take on your five. Well, Lincoln Riley's one for me. Uh, he he's you you talk about a, a guy that woke up on third base. I mean, he took over a program that Bob Stoops had built into a power. I mean, Oklahoma with Adrian Peterson making national championship games. I mean, he took over a, a well-oiled machine and didn't do shit. And people will talk about Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray and. Jalen Hurts, and it's like, that's fucking great. He had some great players. A lot of coaches have had great players. He had one shit. The Big 12's fucking garbage, so winning the Big 12 is not even a resume builder to me. He went in the playoffs and just got smacked. And and then for him to get a $10 plus contract to go to USC is like, I get it. It's a sexy name, but what has this guy done? Like, and and, to, and to, that's to cut you off. Let me talk to you about that real quick. So everyone t- gives me heat when I talk about this. Let's talk about the quarterbacks. Has he really developed a quarterback from ground root level as a freshman, or has he taken someone else's treasure and won with them? Jalen Hurts, he already fucking balled at Alabama. Like, it wasn't like Baker was not his initial recruit, didn't go there. Like, uh, Murray, right? Uh, these quarterbacks were already established and coached up when he got them. And I don't, yeah. I, I don't know why nobody else talks about that. Well, and I, I think the reality is that he might be doing a great job, but I got to see it once at least where you got a high school kid and made him into a great player. I mean, he had Spencer Rattler was supposed to be the first overall fucking pick after this past season, and he was awful. And he's and, and he's a Lincoln Riley soul committed guy. Right, right. No one else had a hand in developing Spencer Rattler, just Lincoln Riley. And he, he was a disaster, got benched. And now Caleb Williams is going to be that that project. Right. It's going to be like, all right, can he turn Caleb Williams into a pro? Because right now he's I think he's done a great job. with. He did a great job with Baker and Kyler and 
and Jalen. And I think his offense is really more, I guess, more the reason than him developing quarterback play because his offense is 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 brilliant. I mean, it's it's all around getting the quarterback easy throws, RPOs, hard play actions. His play action protections and his game plans are just they're phenomenal. I mean, they'll have a dynamic run play and he'll have a play action pass that looks exactly like it. And dudes are running wide open. I mean, so you watch CD Lamb's highlight tape. CD Lamb was just butt naked all over the field. So it's like he does a great job with scheme, but when it comes to developing a quarterback, I don't know. I don't know that he's got it. He might, but we I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. Uh so he's so, your one. Okay? That's why Lincoln's my number one. And Brian Kelly's my number two. He he won. He won nine, ten games at Notre Dame every year. Job well done, right? But you're at fucking Notre Dame. Like, you you look at that schedule every year, and you're saying, oh, they're going to win ten games. Stanford, I mean, they, they beat Stanford. USC was down. I mean, it, it just, I, I just don't see it. Navy every talk year. About, Army. Yeah, and people talk about how great of a job he did at Notre Dame. Shit, I was at Ohio State right down the street. I never battled Brian Kelly on a recruit ever, not once. It's like, what did he do? And so that's going to be an epic failure at LSU. And the other guy, my third guy is Mel Tucker. And not because I think Mel Tucker might be a fucking superstar, but they paid him $10 million because he did kind of well one year. Kind of like, well one year at Colorado. Right, right. But then, and then he came, came to Michigan State and he was the first coach really to just attack the shit out of the transfer portal. And so he hit pay dirt. And they had a successful year. He had Kenneth Walker the third, and then they gave him ten million dollars a year. And you're like, whoa, like that's, that's a reach right now. Now in four years, if he has a consistent performer, then I'd buy it because I think he might be a really good head coach. But that was way premature, no doubt. And then I, I agree with I agree with you on Jim Harbaugh. I mean, like you said, what is he? The only thing he's done, he beat Ohio State once, got smacked in the playoffs, and he takes his fucking team on vacation every spring break. That's the only thing he's done. Goofy son of a bitch sleeping over at recruits' houses, and and now nil. He, this dude is so out of touch that he's he on record in interview has said, "Well, we're not going to do the nil because Michigan's different. The Michigan experience is going to recruit kids for us." And you're like, "Oh my god, you are the, Michigan is about to be fucking terrible in three years if you think kids don't like money." <laughs> no shit, and they got all the fucking resources there. There is. Oh my gosh, all the resources. And and then I, I agree with David Shaw. I mean, he's in a tough spot. Like what you can't win at Stanford. You like you can't win at uh, you know, you can't win 11 games every year at Stanford. It's just not going to happen. But they're paying a guy to basically say, "Yeah, we know it's impossible to do here, so just do a good job and we'll pay you a shitload of money." Like, don't get fuck, in trouble. Don't get in trouble. Don't rock the boat. Yeah. Like recruit a bunch of high academic kids and win 8 to 9 games and don't get them don't have them get arrested. Fucking easy. Sign me up. No shit. Uh, right. Tyler Fredrickson in here, he, he says, how do you think OU is going to do with Coach Venables? Uh, you know, I don't know. Um, I, you know, Juco guy, he's a nutty, gutty guy. I think kids will want to play for him. But, again, when the going gets rough and OU's not winning and they, and they hit a couple, either a preseason hard game or they, they lose a tough one to Texas or Oklahoma State – what ends up happening? Do those guys still want to run through a wall for the guy? Because he's not the flamboyant, swagged out guy that a lot of these guys are. Even a Nick Saban at seventy, swag. You know, his swag is is something that's different because of all the rings that he walks into your house with wearing. Um, 
I don't know. I, I, I think OU is going to be irrelevant for years to come. I don't know what you think. Yeah, I don't I, think they're going to be relevant. I mean, they so should have stayed. I, I, always, I always look at a head coach like they have to have a head coach personality. Right, like you have to be organized. You have to be have attention to detail. You have to have a s- systematic approach to building a, a program. Right, the foundation, the culture, everything about it. And I watch Brent Venable's defense, and it's the total opposite of everything I just said. It's fucking chaos. Like, just you can't even describe it. it there's not a lot of rhyme or reason. It's not always sound. It's just like they have eleven guys with machine guns shooting bullets at the offense and just hoping that one of them hits the quarterback. And it's been wildly successful, but you can't run a football program like that. You might be able to call a defense like that, but you run a football program without all of that structure and organization. It's just, I, I just don't see it. I don't see it going well. I, I've never thought he was a head coach, and I always thought he knew that. So that's why he stayed at Clemson as long as he did, because he knew I'm not a head coach. I agree with you because he's turned down Virginia Tech. He's he's turned yeah, he's, down a North Carolina State, North Carolina. He's turned down some big opportunities because I think he knew. Um, now going back to your alma mater is different. I get it, um, but yeah. it's going to be tough. It, it, sitting in this chair is not the same as it is sitting in the chair with your asshole. Don't got to be puckered up. You know, your asshole gets puckered real fucking quick when you have to answer to nowadays when, when ADs and shit really don't call the shots. It's boosters. Now you got to answer to these money guys. And I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, let me get you out of here, man. I, I got to ask you real quick. Um, your top five ice creams, man, because I'm going to do my top five cookies, too. I got to do it Oops. on this bounce back day here. My top five ice cream, man. Peanut butter chocolate resonates with me. I don't know why. It hits different. It's unbelievable, especially the Baskin-Robbins peanut butter chocolate. Um, If you don't know what gold medal ribbon is, it's fucking unbelievable. I love that shit. I actually mix gold medal ribbon with peanut butter chocolate. Um, And then, obviously, you know, you got to have your your fucking cookies and cream. Um, And those are just some of mine. Oreo obviously sits up there. And pralines and cream is unbelievable. What's your five? You got to have it's a top not, five. It's not that dissimilar to your list. Now, I'll tell you, there's a place in Ohio, in Columbus, that's really, it's it's famous for a black raspberry chip. It's a chocolate chip. Oh, and that's fine. I've cream. had that. Oh, it is fucking unreal. But my number one is peanut butter, chocolate, anything. Oh, like that's, yeah. That's number one for sure. Black raspberry chip, two, and then I got to go cookies and cream, three. And then I might throw cookie dough in there. You, as long as it's got yeah. good portion of cookie dough, yeah, you can't give me this cheap ass a couple little pieces. Like I need some cookie dough in that motherfucker. Yeah. And then my last one is is, is kind of an old soul ice cream that that a lot of people don't like, but I like butter pecan. Yeah, that's kind of like, like pralines my, and cream, though. It is. It's very similar. Butter pecan. That's fucking a good. One. My dad used to love butter pecan. See, Fuck. that it was my grandfather's deal, and, and so I ate it my whole life, and I love it. I like pecan chocolate chip cookies with pecans in them. That's bomb, too. Soft, warm motherfuckers. Shit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Hey, man, go deal with the babies. I appreciate you. Like I said, I'll see you next Monday. We'll chop it up, I'm sure, this week. uh, For sure, man. I appreciate it. Get it going. All right, brother. I'll see you this week. All right, see you. Later. Um, Zach Smith, always entertaining and brings a lot of knowledge to the to the chat and to the show. So appreciate him. Great seeing him again. Chop, clap it up for Zach. He did a hell of a job for me last week. Um, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, let me go right into it, man. Since we're bullshit, I'm going to go right into my, my top five chocolate chip cookies, by the way. 
Um, by the way, I, I missed the first record part of the show on the audio side, so I just started it up about 25 minutes ago. So um, this show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and tell them that I sent you MMA fights this weekend, Major League Baseball full swing, BetOnline.ag. Here it is, my top five cookies, man. I am a cookie guy, but I'm on a diet, so I haven't had any in a, in a minute. But chocolate chip cookies is number one. It's got to be the best. Jo- chocolate chip, chip cookies, warm and soft, right out of the fucking oven, has to be my number one. Number two, chocolate chip and walnut, warm and soft. Unbelievable. See, Lucy's fuck with me because she knows I can't have um, Nutter Butters. I can't find the motherfucker, so it's hard. But understand something. These are brand, you know, I just made them come out the oven. Chocolate chip, chocolate chip and walnut. Um, warm, gooey, unbelievable. Peanut butter, warm and soft as well. Just straight up peanut butter cookies, unbelievable. And then oatmeal. But the hard mother's oatmeal, oatmeal from the mother's brand oatmeal, hard cookies. I dip them in coffee, unbelievably fire. And then peanut butter and chocolate cookies. If you haven't had them, they could possibly be number one for me. But nah, sugar cookies to me, I don't fuck with sugar cookies. They're too fucking like just full of shit to me. Like I don't I don't like them. Um, But yeah, chocolate chip peanut butter cookies are unbelievable if they're done right. Um. Yeah, see, see, Cam, I like the straight-up oatmeal. I know the ones with the icing a lot of people like. I like the straight-up oatmeal ones. Um, the mother's oatmeal cookies. Not No icing on the motherfuckers. Chocolate, white chocolate chip macadamia, MC Robinson, it, they are good. Don't get it twisted. They are very good. Um, man, I can't do the, the five Girl Scout cookies. Oops. Josh asked me what my top five... Girl Scout cookies are. I don't know if I could do Girl Scout cookies, dog. Um, I don't know. I can't do can't do that. Um, but I, my top five worst cookies. Oh, raisin. Any fucking thing with raisins in it. I can't do it. Can't do raisin cookies. If you put a raisin in a cookie or even an oatmeal, like you cannot put raisins in oatmeal. If you guys like raisins in oatmeal. You should be castrated. I and Lucy, I love, I love, I love, um, I love me some uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. Now I do love that, but I can't do mint cookies. Come on, Lucy, you gotta step your game up, Lucy. Um, and 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 Josh, my Uso is 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 liking that shit. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um. Lucy, I never heard my poll question, anal or vaginal sex. Uh, it's funny how all the women bowed out of that one. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to my, my, my fucking, I don't know what happened to my poll question, but a lot of women bowed out of that one. I don't think they want to really tell the men in the room the truth because a lot of the men will start trying to go after the booty and then we're going to have problems. So I guess a lot of people are scared to talk about that in the room I see. But it is what it is. Um, 
Let's get you going on the show. All right. Nurse court, that's called bowing out. Deferring is called bowing out. Okay. Um, oh, Cam. You, you'll get there, Cam. You're still a youngster, Cam. You know what I'm saying? I still got to look at you like you, you're a youngster, Cam. It, it ain't risky. It ain't too risky. I didn't say for you to get it in the ass, homie. Come on, dog. I'm talking about a girl. Girls like anal. Don't get it twisted. Do not get it twisted. Females love that shit. But, you know, I'm, cur- I'm, I'm confused. I'm, cu- I'm curious. I'm curious on how, what the women say. Um, but anyway. Anyway, we're going to move on amicably with the show. Okay? We're, we're going to move on with the show. Um, for any of you out there that feel like you've been bamboozled, please don't be alarmed, okay? You all have had this happen, and it's happening more frequently every single day. And this is what I'm talking about. Watch this shit, because I feel you've been bamboozled. Uh, let me show you again, okay? Because I, I got bamboozled myself. <laughs> uh, that shit looks like fucking, uh, what's her name, man? Fucking my girl from Friends. It looks like my girl from Friends from the back. And that's who we're dealing with now. That's what the fuck's going on nowadays everywhere we go. That's what it is. That's what we're facing. So, ah, man, it's crazy. It looked like Jennifer Aniston from the back, didn't it, Cam? Doesn't that shit look like Jennifer Aniston? That shit is comical. <coughs> um, listen, man, this is some real shit. I've seen some great videos over the weekend, and I was on Arizona, and I was golfing and having a good time. Pat Perez gave me a set of his fucking clubs, man. Shout out to him, man. They're probably about 15 grand for that set of clubs. Um, but I see people doing shit sometimes that makes me think, okay, we're not over yet. We got some fucking hope, right? We got a little bit of hope. But I want to explain what I'm going to talk about after I see this, okay? Watch this video on the freeway here. Get him, get him. Yeah, hell yeah. He almost got hit. Dude, that scared out of me. Look at that guy. Oh, poor buddy. He's so scared. Yeah. There's a cop right here. There he is. There he is. They got him. Oh, no, 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 no. Poor buddy, he's so scared. Come here, buddy. We got him. Oh, buddy. So let me just break that video down real quick. All right. That was in Cali, from what I understand. Let me break this down. A lot of motherfuckers can stop traffic in California to find a little poodle and get the dog 
found and stopped traffic in L.A. where motherfuckers don't stop too often. But then we can't just come to a common ground on as far as anything, anything. But yet we can stop traffic and help a dog. There's hope. There's hope out there, ladies and gentlemen. I got to agree. I think there's hope out there. So I, I just don't know, like, God damn, I just don't understand. Um, we can do some shit like that, but we can't do nothing else. It's fucking unbelievable. But, you know, and then we got shit like this. My girl's not going to take dick from anybody else but me. Even if she's paid? Yeah, money doesn't run my life. Money's not good enough to give up my morals that you having dick and come in your face and getting bust on and you're going to come home and kiss me and build a life with me? Nah. Well, I'm a porn star and I haven't sold my soul, so... And uh, I, that's not really information for my life. I told you my opinion. I don't care if you're a porn star. Ain't a bitch bad enough. So would you fuck me? Like I said earlier, I would smash, but I would not date. <laughs> I'm a great, I'm a great girlfriend though. You know, you're kind of passing it up. Do you? A little I'm side not, question. You're not, be, you're not gonna be a great girlfriend while you're taking dick from those five guys. So you know, well, I don't do gangbangs. Number one, number two. So would you think that I wouldn't be able to come home and treat you right, cook you dinner? Those aren't qualities you want. You would want in a girlfriend. Well, I think I can find those qualities and for them to do something that I respect outside the home. Unfortunately, it's not about what you do in front of me; it's what you do behind me. Amen, homie. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? <laughs> that shit is comical. Like, she was butt hurt, though. She was actually butt hurt, though. And, oh, the trolls are back. They've been, I, I don't think the trolls were, were after Zach as much, obviously. They're, they love me, though. Um... They love me. This motherfucker, Mickelson, I would love to know Jay Michaels. Or what's his name? Jay Michaels? I would love to know who that motherfucker is. God damn. And I don't even, like, I'm not gonna, I don't wanna hurt him or nothing. I just wanna know how sad his life is. Holy shit. His life has to be the saddest in the, in the whole YouTube community. It's gotta be, right? How can you just keep making? So my buddy was telling me, that it takes some time to create a, a new fucking profile on YouTube, and he's made 50 of them. You have to just, you have to really have it out for somebody. <laughs> I would be damned to give my fucking whole day on making up YouTube fucking accounts. Like, can't YouTube track a motherfucker's IP address and say, hey, Enough is enough, dog. You got to get a life. You got to get out of the fucking house and, and quit hoarding with all your cats. You 600-pound life fuck. And let the cats go. And stop eating fucking peanut butter jelly sandwich. Yeah, you got to fuck. You got to go through a lot of shit, uh, Brian. I hear it's not easy to make a fucking account. But goddamn. He has to have them on ready status. He must just ready to be. He already has them on like. He probably has a fucking 100 computers and shit. He's probably some fucking weirdo, pedophile, creepy fuck. Um, 
God damn, dog. There's no way Gabe's that thirsty, dog. I don't I don't think Gabe's that thirsty. Max Bronson, why aren't you a member, dog? Because you look like a troll too. I don't know who you are yet. Lala Palooza, I don't know you either. You don't you're not a fucking tr- why aren't you a member, dog? Because you you looking real trollish out there. Um No doubt, Nurse Court. He's almost an honorary member. You you're not lying about that shit. Um but anyway, um, I don't know if you've heard about this shit right here, okay? I, I gotta I gotta break it down. It's a dollar ninety-nine a month, man. Um you spend more than that jacking off on fucking YouTube videos every day. Um I gotta break some shit down real quick. Cause this is some shit that's starting to become nasty, okay? Trans woman, 35 years old, who is the first in the world to have a vagina made of fish skin. Now, what do we really got going here? What's going on here? So now the vagina, made out of fish skin, reveals she finally feels like a real woman. She had sex reassignment surgery in 99... Botched operation caused her genitals to narrow and collapse. Genital mold wrapped in tilapia skin was inserted to reconstruct her vagina. Now, I, I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. I don't understand what's going on. I don't get it. Uh... You know why your insides collapsed? Because you have balls. You have balls, homie. You're not supposed to have a fucking uterus and a vagina. And I don't give a fuck if you made it out of fucking sheepskin. You fucking made up human. You were not supposed to have a vagina, homie. You had balls. And you disrespected your manhood. And that's why you now have fish pussy. You now have fish pussy. What in the fuck is going on, America or the world? What are we doing? Oh, my God. I don't understand what the fuck we're doing in the world, dog. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. I don't understand. I don't know where to go with it. I don't know where we're going. Um, Lucy still haven't hooked us up with her. I don't know what's going on with her, Lucy. I've I've heard a lot of things, but I haven't seen nothing. So I need to know what's up with her. Um, Let us know. Um, electric car batteries are, I I want you to know about the electric car, okay? Because even Pat Perez is buying one because of the the gas prices are so high. And he's, he's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I want you to see the electric car battery cost before you guys go get the fucking electric car. Pat Perez makes a lot of fucking money, all right? He's a one percenter. We all don't make that money. So before you go buy one of these electric cars, you might want to make sure that you electric car these nuts. 
The Ford dealership advised us that we could replace the battery. It would only cost $14,000. And that doesn't include installation costs. So if you're wondering where that car is now, it's been here at AutoNation for months. Ray Sawinski tells me they've offered to buy the car from him, only offering $500. Sawinski says he's learned it's not just Ford Focus owners dealing with costly electric car battery replacements. If you're buying a new one, you have to realize there is no secondhand market out there because the manufacturers aren't supporting the cars. The Sawinski's message to you, do your research before buying electric. They warn it may cost you far more than you realize. Malik Rankin, 10 Tam. Fuck an electric car. Electric car, these nuts. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. There's way too much shit going on. I heard a buddy of mine who drove across the country. He had to take a fucking, he had to pull his other car and he drove electric. And he said he had to stop every 100 miles, dog, pulling a fucking truck. He had to stop every 100 miles. Man, it blows my fucking mind. I'll be damned. If I have to stop every hundred miles, gas is still cheaper. It's a big old scam, homie. It's a big old scam. I'm not fucking with that a bullshit car. There's more issues out there than there's fucking positive reviews. I'm just straight telling you. I'm not buying that shit. I don't know how you guys could buy that shit, but I, I don't get it. But let me get your perspective on this video right here. I want to get your perspective on this, and I want to see all the pro or anti, I don't know what you call it, feminist, enabledness, fucking, um, I think we have so many soft motherfuckers that I'm curious to get your take on this video that popped up over the weekend. You're really canceling my order for Domino's because I'm 76 cents short and I have a baby who has COVID and this is all I have is $20 and my, my meal was twenty seventy six. and you really canceled my order for $0.76? Cent? Bye, Domino's. You're going viral. You're going viral. That We'd rather go viral. Um, we want to go viral because... She's mad at the world because she didn't have 76 cents. So I'm curious, though, like, that video, the comments alone blew my mind. Because everybody that defended her over the 76 cents are the people out here doing all this crazy shit. See, she'd rather do a video. I'm sure she designed to do that video knowing that they would probably fucking deny her. See, back in the day, you either had the money or you didn't get the product. Uh, I, I Now, why is everyone defending her? Because she has a kid? Let me, let me break something down for you motherfucking enabled ass fucks out here. Let me fucking... First of all, the motherfucker knew going in he ain't getting a tip. So I'm pretty sure he was like, well, fuck, this ain't adding up. I ain't no math major, but goddamn, I'm not getting the tip. <laughs> Number one. Number two, let's break this down. 
all the enabled fucks that defend this girl because her kid has COVID, quote unquote, and you're three quarters and a penny short, and everybody defending her. Oh, give her the money. Like, how do you know she's not lying? How, do you see the COVID fucking stricken kid? Number one. But before that, if you don't have your money, then you don't get the product. I wish I could walk in and fucking say, you know what, dog? I want this Lamborghini, but I'm about $250,000 short. Can I do a viral video and ask why I can't get the car? No way, man. You can't let me get a fucking $250,000 car. I'm only $249,500 short. Like, dog, this is the world we're living in. These motherfuckers really fucking feel sorry for this fucking broad. And I'm just like, hold up. How about you go take your enabled fucking ass and buy a bunch of peanut butter jelly sandwiches and some ramen noodles? And how about you make that fucking shit right in the house? How about you make it happen and cook and have a bunch of food for the rest of the week? Because if you don't have $20 right now, how about how are you going to have it tomorrow? Like, what's cracking? You selling some ass? Or what, what's going on? How about you go fucking buy a bunch of fucking ramen noodles, peanut butter jelly, and have it for the week? And you ain't got to worry about it. And then you use the $20 to try to make $40. Or maybe double that and make $80. How about you buy $20 of mega fucking millions, which is up to about $800 million. And I'd rather invest the $20, even though it might scared money don't make money. $20 may not hit, but you know what? I'll take that 20 and bet on some mega millions over fucking buying a fucking pizza. That you ain't even going to eat the whole thing of. It's going to sit there in the Roach Motel that you're in. When you could have went and bought some shit to string that shit out. It's fucking crazy to me. People just fucking unbelievable, dog. Unbelievable. I think she's lying too. She just wants to fucking clout. She wants to fucking make a video. That's what they want to do, dog. They want to make videos. They want to make videos over preaching what's right. <laughs> they want to just do videos. Like, they're thinking this video shit is going to make them so much money. First of all, just because you have one video go viral, you still have 37 followers, bitch. Shut the fuck up. You're not relevant enough to cons- to uh, sustain followers. Nobody knows you because you had one fucking video. It- it's not like you're the dude riding the bike uh, drinking a cranberry juice, he stayed relevant because that video was so big, he became now a fucking fucking global fucking uh, social media icon, right? He did the right video at the right time, hit it rich. We don't even see your face, girl. You might be fucking looking like loop de loom from fucking 600-pound life. And have 30 cats in your fucking apartment. Nobody gives a fuck about you. You're not relevant. You're not fucking relevant. Nobody's following you. Your video got shared by relevant people. You're not relevant. Please understand this, people. 
Just because your video was shared by relevant people doesn't make you relevant. You're not the guy. You're not the girl. You're a fucking bottom-feeding nobody who's a fucking leech off society to hope that fucking Snoop Dogg retweets your fucking post. <laughs> That's all you're doing because you're so fucking lazy and enabled and want handout after handout after handout. You can't go get your own. You can't go get your own. That shit is fucking mind-boggling to me. But that's what it is, man. That's what it is. Um, I just, I, I just, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I don't know. That's just what it is, man. I, I'm so over these motherfucking people, though. I really am, man. It's just, it's just so fucked up. It's so fucked up. It, it's, it blows my mind. I really do. I really, it just does. Um. If you guys haven't noticed, Marshawn Lynch, I believe, is really, really pissed at the world right now because watch this video for me. Did you used to eat them too? Well, they are now banned as a California lawsuit claims they are unfit for human consumption. So much for tasting the rainbow, eh? Would you know what's more important than this that we should be speaking about? So if they determined that Skittles were unfit for human consumption, why on earth is this still being sprayed on most of the crops in America and in the Western world? And there is an overwhelming amount of evidence that suggests glyphosate, which is one of the ingredients in Roundup herbicide, which is one of the most abundant herbicides in the Western world, disrupts, dysregulates, completely destroys the microbiome in your gut creating a dysbiosis of bacteria, making it difficult to break down waste matter and ultimately causing things like leaky gut, IBS, allergies even. Now, what is uncommonly known about glyphosate is that it actually disrupts your collagen in your body. So the molecules that really give us healthy skin, keep us vibrant, elasticity and things like that is being tarnished with glyphosate. It is suggested and proposed that glyphosate actually substitutes a very important amino acid in collagen, which is glycine, resulting in a decrease in strength of the skin, elasticity, structure of the skin, and increasing aging ultimately. So the next time you see that 20-year-old student just coming out of university and he looks like he's been through hell and he looks about 35, just tell him to ease up on the pesticided glyphosate foods. And I'm sure that will help him. So ideally, you want to be eating foods that don't have glyphosate in them. And ultimately, the end result is having foods that don't have any herbicides or pesticides used. That is the goal we should all be working towards. But when you hear Roundup, run away. Not Skittles, dog. Not Marshawn Lynch. He gotta be sick. I don't know if he's really sick, but he has to be sick that Skittles is fucked. Um... Skittles, they took Skittles off the shelves. Okay, have you guys seen any Skittles? Please go find Skittles because they are off the shelf. But I'm going to be honest. Motherfuckers know there's, they're, they're bad for you now. And I guarantee you motherfuckers are going around looking for that shit. I'm going to be honest with you, dog. I'm going to be honest. Motherfuckers are trying to get Skittles right now like they're just going to be fucking thrown out. 
Skittles is yes, yeah, Skittles have been taken off the shelves, dog. They're getting sued by more people than they can pay. Imagine, I'm sure everybody in the world's had a Skittle. You can all sue. You can all sue them. I'm sure there's going to be a class action lawsuit, and everybody's going to get a dollar. <laughs> everybody's going to be a, everybody's going to get a dollar. Oh man, I got Skittles in my closet right now. I'm gonna I'm light a match to the motherfucker and see what happens. If they burn up, like blow up, then we know we're eating some straight shit. Uh, who said hurry up and move to Texas? Nurse Court? I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I could do that. Uh, I don't know if I can move to Texas because Lucy's in Texas. And I, this is happening in Texas, Nurse Court. Look at what's happening in Texas at night. What the fuck is that, Lucy? What is this? Last night in Texas, a fucking fireball was seen. That's why it's so fucking hot in Arizona. Lucy, I know, but didn't you say I got to move to Texas? Why did you say for me to move to Texas, um, Nurse Court? I'm just saying. Who said move to Texas? Is that you? Yeah, you, Nurse Court, you said move to Texas. Shit, I'm not moving to Texas. That shit had to be a... I don't know what that shit was. I'm not fucking with Texas right now, Lucy. Lucy, you got to be fucked up right now. Um, why though? I don't know what that shit was, but I ain't fucking with it. I ain't fucking with it. I don't see that shit in Cali. Um, I got so much shit to catch up on with you. You don't even know. I got to show you this shit real quick. This is some disturbing shit we got going on, man. So apparently... Postmortem sperm retrieval is turning dead men into fathers. We are really, really, really fucked up. We're really fucked up. We are really, really fucked up. And I don't understand how we are so fucked up. Um, Andrew said they got Skittles, dog. Get some. Bat down the motherfuckers. Eat the whole fucking box. And sue them. Fuck it. They probably can't get all the Skittles out of all the stores, dog. They pro- it's probably pretty hard to do in, in, a, in a short span. So, but whoever found the Skittles, I would just down them motherfuckers. See, see what's cracking. Fuck it. See how it works. See if it's all right. Um. <laughs> uh, so did so the new thing is going to be monkeypox apparently. That's going to be the new deal, and apparently the WHO's own expert panel voted down, voted down an emergency declaration for monkeypox. The WHO chief overruled the panel and decided to declare emergency. 
Six of the nine members were in favor. They were against the they were against filing it. And the fucking chief overruled the panel. So the monkeypox deal now is this big thing. And we beat monkeypox already. It's a string of chicken pox. Like I've had chicken pox. We all have. What the fuck are we trying to accomplish here? With between COVID and monkeypox now, what's gonna be next? Maybe this is why COVID, I mean monkeypox, is being spread. U.S. records first two child monkeypox cases. One in California, one in Washington, D.C. Coast to coast. But both were infected by household contacts and both had contact with gay or bisexual made-up humans, the CDC chief says. So guess what? Now the made-up humans are spreading monkeypox. So maybe the monkeypox made-up humans are the ones that are solely responsible for all this fuckery. And literally fuckery. Because these motherfuckers are fucking breaking out monkeypox. So maybe the transgender communities and all these different cats, these made-up humans, maybe you guys are the carrier of monkeypox. Maybe because you're made-up humans, you've created a made-up virus. Have you ever thought about that? You've made a new virus. It's called monkeypox. Even though we've already beat it before, you've made it up again because you're a made-up human. Have you thought about that shit? But now we're dealing with this whole new fucking thing. So is that going to be the new shutdown? We're going to shut down because of monkeypox? I don't know, man. I'm fucking tired of the shit. I'm tired of the shit. (sighs) I'm tired of the bullshit. Yeah, this, this, this smallpox vaccine... We had smallpox vaccines, dog. We all had smallpox. We all had smallpox. And now this thing's going to be a, a big thing. It's, it's, it's all over the place. Monkeypox has been in the world before. It's, it's in Africa. It lives all over the fucking place. Uh, and now we're making it a big deal. Um... Draymond Green came out and continues to put his foot in his mouth. He said he's watching the 98 Bulls versus Utah. I can't help but notice our 17 team would have beaten these Bulls by a dub and these Jazz by 40 if they're going to play these brands of basketball. And that's why it's dumb to compare eras. So why the fuck are you comparing them Dog, why are you comparing the fucking eras then? You just literally did it on your tweet. First of all, the Bulls would have beat that 17 team by 30, I believe, every game. See, the thing about it is you can talk about eras all you want, but the problem is that you're not comparing is nuts and guts. You don't have them. Dennis Rodman would have made you quit playing basketball. You fucking soft bitch. 
You bitch-made cats don't have the nuts and guts to have played against my era. Even Kobe, you didn't have the nuts and guts to play Kobe. How are you going to play against fucking Mahorn and Lambeer and Jordan and Isaiah Thomas and, and fucking Joe Dumars and Mikhail and Parrish and DJ? How are you going to fucking compete with those motherfuckers when you can't even fucking get past a motherfucker like the Miami Heat or Boston Celtic defense. They're not even that good and they're and they check you. They put fear in you. These fucking defensive teams that you so-called think they're the best right now, the Heat, the Celtics, who else is good at defense? The Warriors defense is good. These are the three best defenses in, in NBA basketball right now. They're fucking baby shit soft. And you wanted to compare yourself talking about you're going to beat the Bulls of the 90s by 20? You got to be shitting me. Do you think the greatest player ever, Michael Jordan, is really going to fucking let you beat them by 20? Get the fuck out of here. Why, though? I don't think it would even be close, dog. That's just our two generate. These are some good questions to bring up on Wild and Wednesday, Why, though? We're going to have to have some good ones for Wednesday's debate because there's no fucking way. We could discuss this very topic right here on Wednesday. Um, I don't know if you saw the, the picture of the Lakers and the Wizards. This is the 2002-03 Wizards they had 37 wins. Michael Jordan was 40 years old. He had Kwame Brown, Christian Leitner, Ty Lue, and Jerry Stackhouse. The Lakers have fucking four Hall of Famers. Now, let's debate this real quick, okay? We'll debate this, Wido. We'll debate this. That... Wizards teams played in a horrible Eastern Conference. Okay, I'm going to give you that. That Wizards team played at a time where the Eastern Conference was very, very bad. I understand. But, dog, I don't care if AD got hurt. Everyone's talking about it ain't his fault. It is your fault. It's CP2's fault, too. You guys are bleeders. You don't take it serious. You don't fucking work out like you would, like a guy like LeBron, Kobe, fucking all these guys that actually play more games than they miss. You guys don't work out. You don't work out like that. You don't prepare your bodies. You'd rather be on TikTok. You'd rather be chilling with rappers in Dubai. You don't want to do this for the seriousness of the sport. It's not about the competition no more. It's about the bag. And, you know, I'm not I'm not mad about the bag. That's the thing about it. It's just I want to I want everyone to agree that the 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 issue is let's just agree to disagree that it's a different game. It's a different generation. It's a different human. Mentally, it's totally different. It's 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 from from respecting who we respect, from demanding what we demand, from leading the followers instead of follow the leaders. 
I, I mean, let's be real. Lead the followers. Don't follow the leaders. See, we got too many follow the leader motherfuckers. And the leader sometimes will make you make a left at the stop sign instead of a right. Because you can't think for yourself. That's why people trip on me like, oh, you're an independent thinker. Fuck yeah, I am. I'm not red. I'm not blue. I'm not right. I'm not left. I'm not liberal. I'm not conservative. I'm who I am. Because there's shit out there that's bullshit. Why are priests and politicians the most crooked motherfuckers in the world? Why? And you guys believe it. You believe them. You give money to these motherfucking crooked motherfuckers. Oh, man, it's unbelievable. I, don't, I can go on for days about it. But KD is the softest pussy. Like, I, just listen to what Dominique Wilkin has to say about KD. I'm cut from old school. At some point, players are going to have to realize that no matter some of the trials and tribulations you go through, you got to hang in there and stick it out. We are paid to provide a service for our franchise. And so I would like to see guys sticking and hanging with those franchises a little longer. But KD continues to chase greener pasture. And KD is soft as pussy. Because he's demanded a trade with four years left on his contract. He can't ever get along with anybody. Has anyone ever looked at KD? Has everyone ever ever just looked at KD and said, you know what? Maybe this motherfucker's the shit bird. How about we start calling a spade a spade, a square a square, a circle a circle? How about we start calling these motherfuckers out for what they are? You are what you do, not what you say you do. Every time KD signs, what does he say? What does he say? I'm glad to be in Brooklyn. Can't wait. I love Golden State. I'll never leave. Can't wait to win a championship in Orlando or in Oklahoma City. You are what you do, not what you say you do. KD is what he does, which is bitch out. Seek new Start, start over fresh. It's what he thinks clears his fucking like plate, his mechanism. No, that doesn't. You're running and cowarding and running and running and running. You are going to run your whole life instead of fucking take a chin shot and get a scar under your chin and win a fucking series. You don't understand, KD, if you were to win a title wherever you are. You will feel better than you ever have, ever, chasing a motherfucking ring. With Golden State, with fucking Brooklyn. Like, when you start to chase, karma kicks in, dog. And you get motherfuckers like Kyrie, who are bitch-made as it gets. And Ben Simmons, who's even more bitch-made. And, and yourself. Like, dog, you're a great player, but that don't mean shit. You've done nothing in your career but go ch- take, ch- you know, follow the coattails of Steph Curry and win you two rings, and you haven't done anything before or after. So you continue to chase rings. You're not the guy. You're just another guy who can fucking jump, shoot, and 6'11 wingspan who can shoot out the gym, and you can't block his shot, and he's fucking basically, you know, 
this dude that continues to chase rings. I, he's soft as shit, Wido. He's so fucking soft, dog. Um, yeah, Coach Smith already came and gone, brother. He came on at one fifteen. Um, KD's trade des- destinations with Boston Celtics today coming into the equation. Like, do you guys really think that? What would your respect level be for KD who leaves New Jersey or the Nets and goes to rival Boston who he could not beat? Like, how does how would that set in? But you know what KD's worried about? Doing TikTok videos. See, KD, see, see, if I was a professional football or basketball player, I wouldn't touch my social media. I would have a publicist do it, okay? I would have a publicist do it all. But having said that, why do you need to be on it? I just had a great conversation with Pat Perez over the long, the long week in Arizona with him. Great time, by the way. Um, Pat lets me stay at his house. I mean, fuck, dude. You know, he's he's salt to earth. We have a great admiration for each other and what we do, what we've done. Um, he's in Jersey now. He flew out this morning. His caddy H, great dude. Also, he caddied every event every day this year, this week. Um, so I got some great tips from a professional caddy as well. And you know, got to hang out with all these big time people around a lot of money. Got to hang out with uh, Dallas. Uh, who just got waived by, I think, the Diamondbacks. He's a Cy Young uh, winning pitcher for the Houston Astros, actually, during the uh, pitch gate and the, the count gate and all that other shit. Stealing the signs gate, whatever you call it. What's his name? Dallas Ketchel or Kutchel or something? Young, 35, 34-year-old kid. His wife is a, a MLB announcer. Uh, that's how they met. Got to hang out with him. Yep, Stat Lab, Dallas Kuchel uh, was with him. He's actually a fan. We hung out for about two days. Uh, he loves slapdick whiskey, by the way. Um, oh, man, when you're the only people on the course, and the course is Pat's, and it's a fucking world premiere place, and you can and everything is free, drinks, food, banging music in his personal cart. He has fucking 12-inch woofers on that motherfucker. Um, yeah, he just got cut. We were talking about it. He's actually lives in Scottsdale, so he lives on the course. Um, him and his wife, um, you know, he uh, he has a few destinations. He asked me not to say. I won't say. But he has a few places that he thinks he's going to have a shot at um, to go get signed here in the next couple of days. But he's worth, you know, $160 million. He ain't hurting. He don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. Um, but he was a good dude. Good dude. I had no issues with him. He seemed like he was really, really down to earth. Good dude. Um, and I don't know a lot of baseball guys like that. So he actually was a good good dude. Uh, we just chilled in uh, Pat's house. We had a lot of other people over too. Um, KD trade destinations. Man, yeah, I don't know nothing about him. I didn't even know who he was until he came came over. I had no idea who he was. See, I don't give a fuck. I really don't know. Um, nah, I take the stick out, put it on the grass. 
and then I hit. Oh man, my drive distance is shit. I my whole, I've lost everything. I guess you know, H. You know, they knew I could golf because they saw me my my swing and shit, and they obviously knew I could play. And the, the way my shot selections and shit are, I, I I used to golf. I used to be pretty good. I haven't played in so long. I and then when you're playing with pros. And these motherfuckers are 330, 340 off the tee, and their second shot is right on the pin, pin high, and their third shot is putting in the hole. Every single hole. Okay? I'm talking about 9 out of... 17 out of 18 fucking shots is pin high birdie. I can't even light my cigar. They're playing this fast, and they're fucking so accurate and unbelievable. It's like fuck. Oh man, I got so much shit. I've had I you know, Pat I've been out to Pat's for uh, quite a few times and and uh, he gives me a lot of shit, man. So it's it's good. Um man, my buddy created that cigar holder, Wido. He actually created that cigar holder. So, um it's funny you say that. Um Yeah, it's hard, dog. It is hard. It is hard. It is hard to try to play with pro golfers when you are not good anymore and you haven't played, and then these motherfuckers are just unbelievable. Fuck. Dog, it's crazy. And then we just had, the Live just had more pro golfers. The Live Golf Tournament is going to be so good. The PJ's fucked. I mean, dog, if you don't see it, you're idiots. You're blind. You're fucking Stevie Wonder. Um, I'm just telling you. I want you to see a defensive coordinator talk about Lamar Jackson. Somebody said, holy shit, what a truly ignorant quote on Lamar Jackson from current NFL DC. It's actually not an ignorant quote. It's actually a real quote. The ignorant person talking is Warren Sharp. Because whoever the fuck you are, I don't believe you played. And you surely didn't play at the high level. So I don't give a shit if he wins the MVP 12 times. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? Haven't I said that several times? I don't think he'll ever be a one as a quarterback. He'll be a one as a football player, but not as a quarterback. Haven't I said this for a long time? And I continue to get hated on. I mean, I'm just saying, dog. I'm just saying. This is D coordinators in the NFL now saying this. It's ironic, but I'm the asshole. <laughs> um, Scottsdale, I believe, has been voted number one for having the most beautiful women. Or at least the most beautiful blondes from what I was told. So I'm not sure how that works, but that's what I was told. Um, Scottsdale's quite an interesting place, dog. I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't know what's going on in Cali right now, in L.A. L.A. has had 6th Street Bridge shut off. It's had a lot of different things going on. I don't know what's going on in L.A. Um, We've had a bunch of drama going on in L.A., if you haven't seen all the fights going on in downtown L.A., here's one of them that just happened at the Garment District on Saturday. Oh, 
dog, we're so fucked up. First of all, they can't fight. None of them can fight. Okay? None of them can fight. I didn't see one person in that motherfucker fight who can slang something, right? We got a bunch of fucking derelicts out here running rampant. Like, when are we going to do something? Like, our leadership is so weak. And, you know, me and Pat were talking about President Biden and President Trump and and all this. Pat's going to have dinner tomorrow night with Trump. Uh, They're playing a Trump course uh, tomorrow in Jersey. And H. Pat's caddy has shown me some 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 different things, and he he loves Trump because he said Trump is absolutely the funnest human to be around in real life, contrary to belief in what everyone says. But dog, what the fuck is going on with leadership? Pat agrees with me. We don't need another 70-year-old president. We need a young president. We need a 40-year-old go-getter who's not scared to go fucking do some shit. Um, we need a real rider who's going to unite the country together, our own country, instead of give $40 billion to a fucking Ukraine who we don't give a fuck about. You're just fucking... Holding on to the inevitable. Ukraine can't beat Russia. Why are we paying them as if they can? (laughs) They can't beat Russia, dog, unless we go over there and beat Russia. Like, why are we always big brother and costing our own country and our own humans and our own society and our own people big money? Like, I don't understand that shit. Why? Why do we continue... To deal with other people's problems. It makes no sense to me, man. Um, it, it makes no sense to me. Well, Will Bond's a long as a Chicago guy, um, Wido. So you know what you know he you know he's always gonna defend. You know he's always gonna defend um the Chicago fucking front. You know what I mean? Hey, Knock it off. Go lay down. Um, we need some real riders, man. We need some fucking riders. We don't need no bullshit. We need some riders at president. We don't need a 70-year-old cat, homie. We don't. Even though people like present shit, we don't need that shit. We don't need another 70-year-old. We need a 40-fucking-5-year-old or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just me. Um... This is how fucked up we are, though. I, you know, we're so fucked up right now. We got all these fucking issues. But listen to the world leaders about COVID. Remember, get a vaccine, get a booster, get your shots. It's going to be great. We're going to be fine. Look at all these hypocritical fake fucks who work for an agenda to keep us down. For whatever reason, we'll never know. We'll never know. I'm, I'm convinced we'll never know. The real reason as to why we fuck our own economy up. Why we create all these false fucking narratives. But just listen to this video. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty good. You're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Hey, folks, guess you heard. This morning I tested positive for COVID. 
And when people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. Dr. Fauci says he has COVID again. If you've done the right thing and gotten vaccinated, you deserve the freedom to be safe from COVID-19. And this morning, I learned, I, I tested positive for COVID-19 as well. With three doses that you've prevented, not just from serious illness, but from getting this virus, this Omicron variant, and therefore giving it to others. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews is in quarantine for seven days after testing positive to COVID. So I, I'm fully vaccinated. It gives me some comfort. Anthony Albanese has just tested positive for coronavirus. Uh, having received two doses of AstraZeneca, it's a very effective vaccine protection from symptomatic illness and therefore risk of transmission to others. I mean, are you shitting me? Uh, another one bites the dust. That shit is comical, man. Comical. Um, I know Brad sent me this. Uh, I was also share. Somebody shared this with me earlier today. But I showed the the whole dead sperm thing. If you haven't heard that, but a morgue worker arrested after giving birth to a dead man's baby. Let me re. Let me say it again. A morgue worker was arrested after giving birth to a dead man's baby. So we're taking the sperm of dead people and we're putting it in women that can actually give birth. And now you're 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 you you have this fucking shit bird offspring dog. We have a problem, Houston. We have a real fucking problem, dog. And uh I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand what kind of baby is that. What kind of baby is that? Like, uh, shit, man. I, I don't know. It, it is a different world, man. It is a fucking different world. Um, I mean, if you see the broad, though, you'll see why. I mean, the bitch looks like a zombie herself. So I'm going to be honest. Um Got so many fucking issues, dog. I, don't, I really don't know. But anyway, I got a 55-inch or a 55-gallon drum smoker. Um, Pat hit me too. Unbelievable. I made some ribs and chicken last night just to try it out because it's it's. I, I I saw Pat operate it all week, and it's a it's tricky fucking oper- uh, You know, controlling the temperature with your with your release valves. So I'm getting used to it. I'm gonna make some hella videos with it. Posted up here on the Coach Chef JB show. Um, so we'll 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 just stay tuned. We're gonna get you some. Have you guys seen AJ Dillon and the cop harassment? AJ Dillon at the Manchester game tonight, but this cop thought he could yank him around, not knowing he could crush him with just his legs. Some see some sometimes you don't need to be a professional. And sometimes you don't belong in a profession. Just because you wear a jersey or a uniform or a badge or you can have handcuffs don't mean you belong in that profession. 
you just did it to either wear the uniform to get some girls to like you or some shit like that. But this cop, obviously, rather try to be a big dick willy than to evaluate the scene and understand who the fuck he's fucking with and that Green Bay, the organization, could probably have the motherfucker fired today. And I don't understand why some people's egos just will not allow them to do some, you know, investigate who they're fucking with. Obviously, they're in the inside the arena. Obviously, you should find out from other people who the fuck this guy is before you try to bull, bully him. And it was Dylan, the running back for the fucking Green Bay Packers, who basically pays your salary and you now are probably going to get fired. <laughs> like, it, it, it's fucking unbelievable, man. It really is. I, I, I just, not everybody needs to be a cop. I'm just being honest. Not everybody needs to be a fucking cop. But talking about the military and, and what we're facing, um, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned because not only are we paying the billions to Ukraine, we suck dildos. I've showed you videos of our military battalions sucking dildos, and this is our frontline workers. There's more frontline workers for you to see. Check this out. That that's what our, that's what our leaders are, dog. That's our leaders right there. That's who you depend on on the front line. Those motherfucking TikTokers. Hey, dog, don't trip. We got it. We got Russia. <laughs> We're gonna beat Russia's ass with those motherfuckers right there. <laughs> oh fuck. You gotta be shitting me. Five hour energy, dog. Better go get you some. Dog, I've been I've been up and I've been doing so much shit. Work hard, play hard. I'm tired as a motherfucker, but it is what it is. It is what it is. But Lucy, make sure you know all you men out there. If you having problems with your wee wee and you can't last more than three strokes or can't get your shit rock hard, head on over to Bluetooth.com. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Tell them that I sent you, get you a fucking free shipping. And Bluetooth is the way to go. Please go on to Bluetooth.com and check it out. Um, Because... My boy Christian, who's in the show, he he runs the show from his house in Kentucky. You know, his wife tested positive for COVID, and he went, and he doesn't have it. And he said it doesn't make any sense. And I said, I know. This is what we don't have problems with. Hopefully his wife gets better. Shout out to Christian. Prayers, T's, T's and P's to Christian and his wife. Christian just told me he's negative. So listen, that's a great thing, right? But let me explain something. COVID is the new flu. It's not... 
something that we're fucking. It's not this new thing that everyone's at. It is the flu. Where is the old flu? Did it just disappear? Where? What happened to cancer? What happened to all the murders in Chicago and San Bernardino County and fucking Detroit, New York? What happened to all other deaths? Why is everything COVID? Well, first of all, doctors get paid extra money for handling a COVID patient. So when you put down on your death certificate that COVID killed you, even though you got ran over by a fucking tractor at work, COVID did it. (laughs) I've seen some crazy death certificates lately, dog. And it's a trip that no other thing, nothing else kills people anymore. Have you noticed? All COVID. Now monkeypox is coming into the deal. My mom's a doctor. She's been a doctor her whole life. It's very funny to me that she told me year, uh, years ago when this thing happened that this will be the new flu. We Every so many years, we get a new flu. It's not this disastrous airborne disease that we can't handle or we would have already been dying by the millions, Right? Or billions, for that instance, if this was some contagion that we couldn't control, why does it only kill fat fucks, old people, and people with health ailments? Why haven't I seen a fucking NBA player die? Why haven't I seen a WNBA player even fucking get the shit? Why have I not seen a hockey player or a football player or anybody fucking get it? Why have I not seen anybody get really sick from it? Like, explain that. And why aren't homeless people dying at an all-time rate if this thing is such a bad fucking deal? Look, I give it. I, I, I get it, right? Your grandma's passed from it. I know you know some people that's passed from it. And I get it. Sorry, T's and P's. But let's be real. Why hasn't the obvious got it? The people that are out in the ailments, the people that don't have a house, don't have any access to medications, why haven't they got it? Like, why is the homeless at an all-time high? It's not like homeless died off. All the skid row just got killed by COVID. No, they actually grew in numbers since COVID. (laughs) Like, you got to be shitting me. Human beings don't use common sense. They just listen to narratives that are pushed on them. That's what I refuse to do. That's why I'm an independent thinker. That's why I'm not so quick to fucking say, oh, yeah, it must be real. Fuck that shit. Go to Lowe's and all things will be better. Go to Lowe's. Everything's going to be better. Guess what? Because Lowe's didn't shut down and you didn't have to wear a mask. I don't give a fuck what Lowe's you went to. Lowe's was cracking. I told you this before. Lowe's was the party spot during COVID. I can't wait for COVID to come back so I can be at Lowe's where nobody bothers nobody. And I'm just going to chill at Lowe's. With the monkeypox, with COVID, I'm going to have all the diseases. But all the shit will be, it won't fuck with me at all. Like, I was in Lowe's every day with no mask, around people with no mask, and I never got COVID. Like, I'm around more motherfuckers than anyone I know, but I didn't get COVID. 
I don't get it. <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, I'm just not a believer. You don't have to hate me and be mad at me and fucking mad that I didn't get a vaccine and I don't want to get a vaccine and I don't want to get 14 booster shots and I don't and then still get the vaccine and then still get the COVID like Biden and everybody else that says get the shot, get the shot, get the booster and then they still got COVID. <laughs> Why the fuck would I get the fucking vaccine if I can still get COVID? It makes no sense. Our bodies were made by, if you believe, a God or God or gods. And you know what it happened? When diseases happen, the body fucking figures out a way. It's called its immune system. It fights it off and it creates antibodies, which is stronger than a normal vaccine that we pay billions and trillions of dollars for. But you guys won't do the research. You guys just listen to CNN and Fox and all these fucking narrative pushers who just want to say shit. And it blows my mind that we've been fighting disease off for millions of years as human beings. If you didn't know, like our bodies hasn't, haven't changed, right? We still always had the same, you know, red and white blood cell counts and, you know, platelets and everything that fights off disease and I don't believe that's changed from fucking cavemen to fucking now. We still had the same blood. We still had the same fucking workup and makeup. Genetically, we're the same. Have we evolved certain ways? Possibly. We've grown or we've shrunk or whatever. But I still think we had the same DNA makeup. And I think we've been fighting fucking disease since the beginning of time. And I don't believe anybody had vaccines Back in the caveman days, did we? Well, coach, we only lived to be an average of 28 years old, though. Yeah, no shit, because you got ran over by horse and buggy or shot to death by fucking Indians. Shut the fuck up. Don't fucking correlate now versus then in age distance or age fucking ranges. No shit. And there is medicine now that can help with the... Co but why we can't still cure the common cold? <laughs> but you guys believe in the vaccine. It's fucking... Blo it, mo it blows my mind. It really does. It blows my fucking mind. Um, a lot of you believe that shit. Fucking crazy. Um, my top five NFL defenses of all time. This will be huge on Twitter later on. It's going to blow up on Twitter. I'm sure I'll be hated on. Well, what happened to the fucking 85 Raiders? What happened to the 70 fucking two Dolphins? What happened to the 89 fucking 49ers? I don't know what happened. This is my list, you fucking idiots. I'm giving you my list. I don't give a fuck about anyone else's list. Plus, when it comes to football, I use real fucking concrete evidence that I can discuss or spit out at any given moment, and I can break down as to why these teams are great, okay? Now, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. I'm just going to tell you these are my top five defenses since I've been alive and been able to watch football and know football more than the average Joe watching football, and I understand Players, schematics, schemes, everything you can talk about, coaches, coaching, X and O's, 
I can break down anything when it comes to this. So my top five NFL defenses of all time are right here on the bottom on the ticker. Okay. I'm going to say the 85 Bears are my number one defense because at the time, which you can't compare eras, but you can compare who played against you in that era. And today, to this day, they're the most dominating defense of all time in that era. They were the best in the era against the teams they played. Okay? I think the 2000 Ravens were right there with them, who they played as well. They, they were almost as good in the run game. They were almost as good in the pass game. They were almost as good in total offense allowed per game and per season. The Ravens' 2000 defense was right there. It won them a Super Bowl because of Trent Dilfer's lack of providing offense. Okay, So that Ravens' defense I put as number two. The 2000 Ravens' defense I got number two. The 85 Bears I'm going to keep at one. Um, the 92 Cowboys is a very, very underrated fucking defense, okay? Not only did they have a Hall of Fame secondary, their D-line with Leon Lett and, and Charles Haley and the guys they had up front dominated teams from Troy Aikman and Emmitt Smith to methodically go down the field and then hit it big over the top with Alvin Harper and fucking Michael Irvin. Novacek was basically another tight end that was basically an extension of the run game because he got every meaningful third down conversion and that defense just kept teams off the field and it allowed the Cowboys to nickel and dime you all day long and they did it for three seasons like that. The 92 Cowboys was a fucking loaded team. I'm just going to tell you. The 08 Steelers... You know, one of one of Tomlin's first seasons as head coach, they were loaded. Bill Cowher created a great roster. They had a hell of a defense. They had dudes all over the place flying around, right, from Palomalu to everybody you could think of on that defense. The 08 Steelers has to be in the top five, in my opinion. And again, you can talk about it in eras and decide how you want to break it down, but for the teams they played in their era during that season, 2008, they're in my top five. They dominated every offense they played. The the 13 Seahawks defense is, in my opinion, a very underrated one. They're a very underrated one. You know, I... The 03 Bucks, I see a lot of chat here and I, I see all that. Trust me, the 03 Bucks were a thought for, of mine, okay? They were a thought of mine. I'm not saying they weren't, but I also want you to pay, take into account that they played a Raiders team that they dominated in the Super Bowl because Gruden just came over, knew all their calls, signals, and everything. And when you take into account that happened, you, it kind of takes away a little bit of lust and lore for me. And even though that team was loaded, their defense was loaded, um, the, 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 the 0-3 Bucks defense was a great one. I'm not going to lie. They would be in my top 10, no doubt. 
But there's a lot of great defenses out there. You know, the Vikings with, with the Purple People Eaters had great defenses. The Steelers in the 70s had great defense. Fuck, the 77, 76, 75 Rams led by Jack Youngblood had great defenses. Um, they just happened to play the Steelers in the Super Bowl. You know, they there was a lot of teams, dog. A lot of teams. 49ers had great defenses. Um, there's been great teams that have had great defenses for a long, long time. Um, but this is just my top five. It's very hard to put, um, you know, I can't fit 10 teams in the top five. Fucking for all you naysayers out there, I can only fit fucking five teams in the top five. That's why it's called the top five list. So a lot of you fucks don't realize that. A lot of you guys are going to see it on Twitter. are going to be like, where's fucking Raiders from 79? I don't give a fuck where the Raiders are. They're dead. Most of them are dead. That's where they are. God damn. But anyway, that's my top five defenses in NFL history. And that's what I say. Okay? I'm sorry that you don't agree. I really don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> none of you could debate me in football. So I don't give a fuck. Um, Hector asked, do certain NFL defensive schemes benefit a specific offensive position? Um, it depends, man. It depends on, you know, it all depends on, um, the, the 86 Giants would be my number six ranked defense of all time, by the way. They were overshadowed by the 85 Bears in a lot of ways. But Lawrence Taylor is the single most dominant football player I've ever seen and I think we'll ever see. Lawrence Taylor was better than anyone I've ever seen. Derek Brooks was, I mean, I'm sorry, not Derek Brooks. Um, what's my man? Derek Thomas was right there with him. Derek Thomas, rip, rest in peace. Uh, his life was cut short on black ice on I-70 right in Kansas City area. Uh, I was actually... There in the area, Derek Thomas was right there with Lawrence Taylor. He was a special, special dude. Derek Brooks, when he played for the, the Tampa Bay, was nowhere near Derek Thomas or Lawrence Taylor. He was a very stiff, upright, vertical running player. He wasn't a really great lateral sideline to sideline linebacker. He was a smart motherfucker. He was a nutty, gutty player. But he wasn't anywhere near a Derek Thomas or a Lawrence Taylor. Um, there's a lot of other linebackers I would put over Derek Brooks as well. I did like Derek Brooks, but um, he's not in that conversation. So um, it is what it is, you know. But the 86 Giants had some great dudes, man. Dan Hampton, uh, Lawrence Taylor. They had a fucking great secondary. Um, they had a loaded defense. They had linebackers all over the field. Um, the defense of, yeah, they, they just, they didn't have a great statistical year. They Their D-line was just so good that I I bet on that game straight up by the way, to beat New England, even though New England was 18-0. and 0. I picked the Giants to win because the Giants beat them early, or, you know, had a chance to beat them in the regular season, which they should have done the last game of the season. And I thought they had a, had a beat on New England. I said they were going to beat them in the Super Bowl because the Giants' D-line was the best in the football that year. And 
I knew they could play coverage and get to Brady, which is Brady's basically recipe for disaster. The New Orleans Saints do it to Brady every year. Fucking Rams did it to Brady last year, which I called it on this show. You can play coverage and get to Brady only rushing four. You give him a lot of fucking problems. When you blitz Brady, he will make you pay. So if you can play coverage and get to Brady with four people, you have a great chance to beat Brady. And that's what even the New York Jets with fucking Mark Sanchez did. By the way, Mark Sanchez has more playoff wins than Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Kirk Cousins, combined. (laughs) But you paid these motherfuckers combined billion dollars. Billion with a B. And Mark Sanchez, the butt fumble extraordinaire, has more playoff wins than all of those guys combined. But you guys are so in love with fucking a guy that can run around and look pretty rather than throw a football to a wide-open receiver and get points and win a Super Bowl. you rather have the motherfucker run around and look like a fucking idiot. It blows my mind. That is how you evaluate somebody. It's fucking crazy. Somebody asked me if Troy Aikman's overrated. I think Troy Aikman's the most underrated quarterback of all time, by the way. So there's my take on that. And I'm not going to debate you. You're not even a member, Brandon Rash. So in my opinion, you have a rash. um, And you need to fucking use some Vagisil to clean it up and become a member. Because I don't want to hear your hate on Troy Aikman. He is a probably the most underrated quarterback of all time. Big time arm, great feet, threw the ball away, or fucking touchdown. He was the most accurate passer of all time. I don't care about accuracy in numbers. I'm telling you accuracy in as far as a football player's skill set on the field. He is one of one. But you know better, I'm sure. I can't wait to hear everybody on Twitter. Oh, Troy Aikman. Shut the fuck up. You don't even understand. You don't even understand how good Aikman was. You can't even understand how good he was. You don't need to understand it because they had a the number one running game with the number one O-line, a great defense, and two Hall of Fame wideouts and a tight end. He didn't have to throw the ball 60 times. That's what the difference is. You don't see it now because defenses, I mean, offenses now, you see it spread out and people throwing 50 times a game. Aikman did not have to do that shit. Aikman did not have to do that shit. Yes, I'd take Aikman over Lamar Jackson all fucking day long. Are you kidding me? Yes. And I'm glad you're a fan, Brandon, but become a member if you're such a fan. See, we are what we do, not what we say we do. You're not a fan because you're not a member. (laughs) I bet you're a member of some other motherfucking shows. That's what fans are. So miss me with the bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm just truthful. You guys don't get that part sometimes, but it is what it is. Not here to hurt feelings. I'm here to be real. Um... I got to address this Los Angeles mass shooting yesterday. 
Anyone heard about it? Exactly. Nobody's heard about it. Because it wasn't a mass shooting. You know what it was? It was at a rival gang-banged-out park in San Pedro, California, where it's been a gang-bang park since I was a little kid. And what happens in gang-bang parks is people get shot. And we're so caught up in mass shooting narratives that we think that there was a mass shooting in L.A. yesterday. No, it was a fucking gang fight. And some bullets let loose. Nobody died, apparently, but there were some shots that hit some people. And it was a gang turf war issue. And it's funny how everything's such a mass shooting thing now. When So make sure in L.A. We don't have mass shootings in L.A. Have you, have you never noticed that shit? We don't have some little white guy get into a building and just start shooting motherfuckers. We don't do that shit. We have normal day-to-day hood shit. We have drive-bys. We have high-speed chases. We have all that type of shit. It's not a mass shooting. It's a gang fucking fight. So I just want to clear the air and contrary to belief, everybody out there that thinks it was a fucking mass shooting. No, it was a hood fucking fight. And it was in a hood park in San Pedro, which is partial hood. So that's what I wanted to clarify. So glad you guys know now the difference between a mass shooter and a gangbang shot fired park beef. <laughs> so, I mean, TJ, I could talk about shots being fired every day in every city in L.A. We, you know as well as I know. So, people always want to talk about the shit. I haven't seen a mass shooting in L.A. in my life. Washington, D.C. had the D.C. sniper at least. What the fuck have we had? We just have, like, Regular, everyday, crazy motherfuckers. That's all we have. That's normal shit. Um, I mean, that's just what I think, but who knows? I got to get my take out on these on these women that are, are continuing to push this feminist movement, try to cripple the masculine, try to get rid of the alpha male, Bitch and moan at men for not holding up their end of the bargain, which I find very, very, not offensive, because I don't really give a fuck, because half the women that say these things are fucking blinded by ignorance. But the people that are coming out to bash the support of the WNBA blow my mind, okay? Blow my mind, I just have a hard time compartmentalizing some of these things. You guys aren't understanding that the women that are defending the WNBA are actually the same women who are not in the arena Supporting the WNBA. Why is it that the women who say support the WNBA are actually watching WAP videos and the Kardashians put on their makeup? By the way, one of them's worth a billion dollars or a few of them are worth billions of dollars. The other one is worth millions of dollars. You aren't worth a pot to piss in 
But you want to bash men and everybody that's a non-supporter of the WNBA. But why haven't I seen you at a WNBA fucking game? Like, I don't understand it. I've been saying this for years. I've been saying this shit for years. Like, I don't understand how you guys come out. I, I told you guys this shit earlier. What did I tell you guys a year and a half ago? I said, when we had this dude come out, this made-up human, and he became this swimmer, beating all the women in swimming, I was asking, where is all the women soccer players who have come out to defend the women swimmers? Why didn't we get that? Why didn't we get that push? Remember women's soccer thought they were equal and wanted the same pay as men's soccer players? And I'm sitting there thinking, damn, you want all this. But when there's a dude beating your girl's asses in swimming, you're silent. You're quiet. Nobody knows nothing. That's the crazy shit about it. Why isn't the WNBA packed house? Why isn't NCAA women's basketball sold out until it's the final four? Because usually fucking the men are about to play and they get the fuck out of there. Like, I'm just curious. I'm fucking curious as to why this feminist push who wants to say that it's not a man's world anymore. Women now make the bread in the house. They control this. They can do that. You can't change your brakes. You can't change your oil. You sure need me to come beat a motherfucker's ass who fucking hits you or beat you or talk shit to you. You sure need your brother, your daddy, your uncle. You ain't beating their ass. So it's funny you say it's not a man's world, but yet you still need a man to do all these things. Now, I'm not a sexist. I love women. Of course, you know that. I fucking love women. Lesbians are my favorite people in the world. I love them motherfuckers. But having said that, we got to stop, ladies, with the bullshit. We got to stop with the bullshit. Nobody watches the WNBA. I'm sorry, Brittany Griner fans. Nobody watches it. God forbid I don't know the Sparks score tonight. I'm sorry. I didn't know the sky. Like, I don't think you can name a team. I can't. I mean, I know the Sparks because they're in L.A. I don't know if I can name another fucking WNBA team. The sky, because I just saw them on SportsCenter. I don't know who's played. I know some of the women because there's some fine ones like Skylar Diggins and Candace Parker, Real CP3. Uh, she's actually won. I don't know if there's a lot of other fucking people out there. I know Brittany Griner because she's a man. I believe she's a made-up human. So I think she's a man playing against women anyway. <laughs> his, her, his wife, whatever it is, his Brittany Griner's wife is fine. She's the woman, actually. So Brittany Griner must have a big dick. It might be as big as his Adam's apple. I don't know. Um, but why do we watch Kardashians who have no bearing on your life and WAP videos? We worried about WAP videos. You know, you guys are worried about the Johnny Depp trial. 
over watching the WNBA game. The Johnny Depp fucking trial got, I'm sure, tons of millions of more views than the WNBA's games. Please. Please understand that. Um, You know, it's hard for the men to, in, in, in many cases, still be the breadwinner, work, you know, babysit the babies, take the babies this, that, wherever, and then still give a fuck about watching the WNBA. I'm sorry. Women need to support it first, and then men can maybe fucking say, you know what? I'm going to have to go watch it too. Now, I got to go watch the Bill Burr thing. I've been saying I was going to watch it. I got to go I got to go watch it. Um I like Bill Burr. Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, some of my favorite comedians all always trying to get canceled by the cancel culture humans. Um I heard it was very good. I don't know. I mean, I heard they're trying to cancel him as well. So I mean, fuck it, obviously, you know. It is what it is. So See, this is the thing though. BC flies I just want to make sure, contrary to your belief, that you understand something. A lot of people are giving false narratives, too. BC Fly says WNBA hasn't been profitable in 25 years. Well, that's not possible because they wouldn't be here. (laughs) See, a lot of you guys don't understand basic economics. The, The NBA doesn't really help them out at all. And the WNBA has been around for 30 years now. If they weren't making anything happen financially, they would have been closed down by now, just as the XFL, USFL, all the other football leagues have come and gone in the same span as the WNBA has been around. So I got to just be honest. You don't sit around for 25, 30 years and lose money because you couldn't be here. (laughs) You wouldn't be here. So I think they've made money, but I don't, I think they have done the model of the PGA and have basically slave labored the girls into basically, we're going to get the money. You're not going to make very much. And you can go over to Russia, get caught with hashish and go to jail for all I care. Because <laughs> that's what they told her. That is essentially what the WNBA has told their fucking people. Especially even their most famous fucking players. Brittany Griner didn't make enough money in the WNBA. So she went overseas over abroad to get it. And then she got caught with... Hash, which is a felony in Texas. It's a felony in California. It's a felony in a lot of places. And we're mad that she's stuck in jail in Texas. No, you should be mad at her. Again, though, we're in this society that wants to give everybody a fucking pass. Just like the girl for 76 cents short to Domino's Pizza and she wants to make it a viral video because she didn't have 76 cents. So you thought that the delivery guy was coming over to give you a free pizza, in essence. 
So you wanted him to pay the 76 cents plus the tip instead of you doing what you're supposed to do as a mother. But instead, your child now will fucking grow up as you are, and it's going to be called a piece of fucking shit. Because you're raising them to be. You're teaching them to be a pile of shit. Because you can't fucking understand that it takes 76 cents to complete the order, but yet you had this man drive all the way to your fucking apartment knowing you didn't have the $21. Knowing you couldn't even tip this motherfucker. Knowing you should have went and bought ramen noodles and fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Knowing... You should have bet the $20 on the lotto instead of spending on a fucking Domino's pizza that you were going to probably shit out in five minutes or not even eat all of it. But yet you want to feel sorry for you, cry over spilled milk, and fucking cry and moan. It's just unbelievable to me. That's the fucking society we're in right now. And then they want, then you want to do a video to get everybody to feel sorry for you. Well, I don't feel sorry for you because I lived in a fucking car. And... I wish I would have went and shot videos and begged for motherfuckers to feel sorry for me. But they didn't. They didn't. They didn't feel sorry for me. Fuck, man. It's unbelievable what some of you motherfuckers do. Anyway, um, Isaac A. becoming a member. A few new members today. I appreciate you guys. Um, we're back. In full effect, all week, every week, 1 p.m. Pacific. Make sure you come, join, become a member, hit subscribe, hit a like button, pound the like button. We had 125 people in here earlier, 130. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. YouTubers, stay on task. We're going to be here. I'll take some calls. On the audio side, Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, I will be seeing you tomorrow for Talk That Talk Tuesday. I have a few guests on this week. It's uh, one of my former players, Jamal Scott, if you remember, who's now boxing, knocking motherfuckers out, was a great running back. Raheem Boyd actually backed him up for a while. He was talking about him on the show. He's the one that imitates me quite a bit and talks about my beach houses and Cadillacs and all that old shit. Jamal Scott, great kid, um, actually um, is boxing, made his boxing debut. He's undefeated. He's knocked out a few people. Um, Look good. He looks in great shape. Um, But... He will come on this week, and uh, hopefully Marcellus Wiley and a couple other great people that you either know or don't know will be on this week. So we'll have an action-packed week, or you just get my slapdick ass talking shit. And I appreciate everybody that likes that. And uh, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today, and I will see you manana at 1 p.m. Pacific right here on YouTube. Appreciate everybody. After hours, after party, stay tuned right here on YouTube. Everyone else, see you tomorrow. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm in my mode, ready to transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we've been defying. What's the cost? Speed of boss, breaking down the walls. We all in once the coin gets tossed. Got the plan of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four threes, we get it cracking. When the snap, call it.